0: You've tuned in to Steadfast Hope. I'm Steve Lawson, joined by Kent Steinbeck. We are at Herb's House in Dallas, Texas, bringing this devotion to you. I'm excited to be able to do this, Kent. And, <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Here we go. Here we go. Here, we go. Here we, go. So, so we go. I've got my top off, so it kind of cooled down a little bit. I'm kind of sensitive, so I, yeah, I need yes, it to yes. cool down a little bit. Um, we're talking about today, Kent, eternal life. Eternal life. And we're in John 3. 15 and 16, these are the words of Christ himself, and in John three fifteen, Jesus says, whoever believes will in him have, here it is, eternal life. Then verse 16, mm-hmm. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, mm-hmm. that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have, here it is again, eternal life. So this raises the question, what is eternal life, Um, and why do I need it? Well, there's a twofold aspect to eternal life. What immediately comes to our mind is the duration of life Mm -hmm. in Christ, but that's really the secondary meaning. The primary meaning and the more literal meaning is the life of the ages to come the life really of god in heaven and the life that believers will have one day in heaven this is the life that has come to indwell us now in in this world uh the the verb tense here have eternal life not will have one day in heaven eternal life it's not that if i can just make it to heaven then god will give me eternal life no It's the moment you believe in Jesus Christ, you have eternal life right there, long before you've ever stepped into eternity. It's the life of the ages to come. And so it's the fullness of life that is ours, enter into a personal relationship with God through His Son, Jesus Christ. It's knowing God. John 17, verse 3, this is eternal life, that they shall know you, the one true living God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Uh, eternal life is for us to, to come alive to God. Uh, this is why we must have eternal life, because previous to this, we were spiritually dead. We, we were dead in our trespasses and sins. We had no life. We, we, we had a mere empty, hollow, vain existence. We were just going through the empty motions of living on this planet, but we had no life. We were like a spiritual zombie. But in the new birth, we receive eternal life. And it's like we now come alive and enter into this relationship with God. We know God and we have joy and peace and forgiveness and assurance and all that accompanies e- eternal life mm-hmm. so that's the primary meaning of eternal life kent it's the 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 quality mm-hmm. of life and this world cannot give us eternal life um, our vocation our job even uh, human relationships cannot give us eternal life no possession that we can go have can give us eternal life Uh, No church can give eternal life. Religion cannot give eternal life. Only God can give Mm -hmm. eternal life by His Holy Spirit. And then the secondary meaning of eternal life deals with the duration of this life. Not the quality, but the length of it, the permanence of it, that it shall go on forever and ever and ever. That, That once we go from death to life, we will never go back to death, that we will live forever with God um, and in Christ, uh, both in this life and in the life to come. So, Kent, this is eternal life. It's abundant life that that is in Christ. It is the greatest life anyone could ever possibly experience. And once you ex- come to possess etern- eternal life, your thought is, why did I wait so long? Yeah. Why did I stay in the darkness? Why did I stay in the grave? Why didn't I come earlier? And of course, we know there's an appointed time that God has ordained that we would enter into his kingdom. But once we're there, it's like, this is glorious uh, to be a Christian and to walk with the Lord. So Kent, uh l- l- let's talk about this. I know your wheels are turning.
1: Yeah. I uh I think that one of the questions I think that would come to all of our minds that are listening is Steve um believers I'm with you and and wholeheartedly agree we have eternal life now. Uh, but I still have trials. I still have tears. Yeah. I still suffer with sin and I didn't think eternal life had all that. <laughs> So can you can you kind of explain explain that for our audience? Oh, can't that's such a softball for you to lob? I know, but Dave, you need an easy one every once. In. I, I I do I do
0: because I fall down and swing hard at, <laughs> and miss it. Um, yeah, Jesus has really set the example for us—the life that He lived. He, he said, "Follow Me," and where was He going? Was headed to a cross. Yeah. To be lifted up to die. Yeah. He was a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Um, he had no place to lay his head. He had only the possessions that were on his back. Uh, and now he says, come follow me. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's, it's a, a hard and narrow road to follow Christ uh, all the way to Calvary. It's the greatest life that we could ever possibly live, but it's, it's uphill. Many, many parts of this journey, Uh, we go, we walk through storms. Um, We walk at times through the night. Mm -hmm. Um, Jesus sent his disciples onto the Sea of Galilee, knowing that there's a storm that's brewing out on the Sea of Galilee. It was to test their faith. Mm -hmm. And so the Lord is continually testing our faith. Uh it's not that every moment of every day is the severity of, of trials, though for some people it, it it really kind of is. Um but for the rest of us there are seasons that we go through, flashes of of turbulence. And the the Lord uses this really to strengthen our faith. I think in James 1 verse 2, consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And so God has loving purposes for the trials that we go through. Mm -hmm. And it it may not feel like it. It certainly doesn't feel like it. Um, But nevertheless, behind the clouds Mm -hmm. is the the smiling face of, of God. And he has ordained these trials mm-hmm. for his own glory and for our good mm-hmm. and really for the good of others that we would minister to them, being able to to sympathize with them in their trials.
1: So, Kent, that's just an initial yeah. uh, so, answer. So once uh, um, we come into the kingdom and we're saved and we mm-hmm. have eternal life and, and we still remain, what you're saying is part of life, a big part of life for every Christian uh, through the pages of scripture, um, whether it be uh, the prophets or the disciples or the apostles Mm -hmm. or or trials that God allows or brings. Correct. And that's part of it. Mm -hmm. And we battle the sin because he's using that to make us more Christ-like. And that's part of eternal life, part of the journey or the Sanctification. Yeah.
0: No, you've stated it so well. And I loved when you just said either God has ordained it or allowed it. Because some of our trials really come back to us wrong decisions that we've made, uh, sinful choices that that we've made. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've really done it to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And, And so God has allowed it. God could have intervened and prevented it. He did allow it. And He does have purposes on the other side. But we, bear that responsibility. Other trials, let's say like Job, yeah. uh, in the book of Job, that that God is the one who threw Job's name into the ring, and Job was the most righteous man on the face of the earth, um, and God is the one who said to Satan, um, have you considered my servant Job? There's no one like him on yeah. the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was by God's initiative for far greater purposes mm-hmm. that Job mm-hmm. could not understand. Yeah that God um, ordained this trial that he would go through. And so it really goes back to your question, what we're talking about, eternal life. Just because we have eternal life doesn't mean that we're just cruising into heaven Mm -hmm. and that there are no storms on on the seas of life. Mm -hmm. No, that we will be going against the wind. Mm -hmm. We will be going against the waves at times. Yet God is in the boat with us. Mm -hmm. This ship's not going down. He's going to take us safely all the way to the harbor where he is. He will bring us into the port of glory. Uh, we will make it. Uh, yet it will, it will involve difficulty yeah. at times. And, and I've known those difficulties. You've known those difficulties. None of us get through life right. unscathed, uh, and unscorched, yeah. uh, by the fiery trials of, of life. Well, Kent, we've run out of time again. It just seems like the time flies by so fast when we're talking about the Lord. Um, and so I just want to say maybe you're in the midst of a difficult time right now in your spiritual life. If you're not a believer, God's using these trials to push you to Christ and to wean you off of yourself and off of this world, that you would look to Christ to, to believe upon Him. And if you've never come to that place of confessing your sin and committing your life to Christ, then the trials in your life are a part of bringing you to the end of yourself that you would trust fully in Christ. And so, may you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ today and receive the gift of eternal life. God bless you. Thank you for joining us for
1: Steadfast Hope.